welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater The Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for this news, reviews, and interviews. The Queens are making over manly rugby players. Wait, didn't I already see this episode last month on Drag Race Down Under? Well, Drag Race España is giving the final four a Herculean task to prove why they should move on to the finals. Who will succeed and who will be going home? It's time to talk about it all on the latest recap of Drag Race España. And joining me is someone who I know for sure would love to tuck a manly man. It's Desiree Dick. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm sure that was your favorite um, scene of the entire episode was uh, Fernando getting tucked. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wanted to teleport to España. Yeah. Um, how are you? How, how's everything been? You, you've been keeping busy now that things are reopening in D.C. Yeah, you know, I have to I have my bar Red Bear doing slash uh, slash run oddball and then um, Slater is back. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have this show, so I'm just like fucking working because like I miss drag, so I'm glad I can yeah. perform. Yeah, so I have some drag news of the week because we have to share it because oh my you know, goodness, it's news. Drag Race Holland season two begins on August sixth. I saw the little trailer; it's kind of cute. Amazon, yeah, Club. it's very cute. Um, obviously, we saw Fred out of uh, drag. Mm-hmm. Um, RuPaul on a, on, a, on a billboard talking to Fred, but um, I don't know if you know the tea, but you know, Fred has a makeup artist this season. Oh, so he's not gonna look crusty. Hey. No, do you, do you know who the makeup artist is? Um, is it Raven or Matthew? No, no it is hey, today's, Ivy. It's today's special guest, Envy Peru. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, she's doing that's his what, makeup that's this what season. she won. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting. I, I really like Drag Race Holland. Um, just means there's yet another international season that I'm going to have to remember my Dutch because clearly I'm great on Spanish. No. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been enjoying Drag Race España? It's been fun. All the looks are really good, very inspirational. I mean, I can actually listen to it in Spanish, which is funny because right. it's completely different in English. Like the whole thing, like, no la cagues and all that stuff. Like, it's just really yeah. funny. My now, like I've because I've I've asked all my guests who've been on uh, who because I've had only Spanish speakers uh, come on for the recaps, you know, to help me out. Um, how are the translations with the subtitles? It's kind of weird. Like they kind of change things up, like how it would be mm-hmm. like in the RuPaul one, and it's not as funny. Like the jokes don't translate very well on like the subtitles, really. Yeah, yeah. That that's what one thing I've kind of learned is like. Spanish humor is better in Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's why I sound uh, lunatic because people don't understand me. But I'm like, no, in my in my head is Spanish. <laughs> there you go. That hey, you know what? That explains literally everything about Desiree Dick. Mm-hmm. Well, let's dive into the episode because there is a lot to talk about. Yes. Lip syncing with Jovima was one of Sagittarius' worst moments on the show. She feels good, but on the other hand. Jovima left. Um, Sagittaria tells Carmen that Sagittaria left a message for her. It says on the mirror, I love you, bitches. Carmen, the crown is yours. Oh, yikes. Oh. What would you do if, like, someone who just left the competition basically told the rest of the room, you're the winner? Me? I mean, yeah, whatever, bitch. I, I, I'm cocky already. If I got wins like she does and the way she looks, I mean, kind of, really. It was yeah, kind of... I mean, it's... Kind, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy, but, like, it must be kind of uncomfortable to walk in the room with the other three and be like, uh, Dovima thinks I should win and you all got shaded pretty hard. People got opinions. It's fine. I don't give a fuck. If, even if I was the one who didn't say that I was going to win, I'd be like, okay, it's my time to prove them wrong. I'm going to do me. Go fuck themselves. There you go. Carmen says that when she when they started, Jovima saw her as the winner, and now this message has given her more motivation to win. Sagittarius knows her biggest rival now is Carmen, but 
she's still here to compete. She's not going to run away. At the table, the girls chat about their feelings and the gloves Dovima left behind. Carmen reveals that Dovima really thought she didn't deserve to be there. Killer says she was really attached to her. You did? I didn't see anything you, that you really liked her, but okay. Sagittarius says she was lovable and really one of her best friends. Are we watching the same show? <laughs> edits. You know, you never know the edits. Right. I mean, Dovima, as presented to us, was a kind. She was a terrible person. She was. So, I mean, I don't know. It just all depends on what they want to portray, right? The story. Yeah. I, I guess that's what they want to be like. Then for like Sagittarius to be like, that's my best friend. I'm like, didn't you have beef with her? Didn't she steal your boyfriend or something? We don't even know that answer yet. No, we'll but, find out in the reunion. Yeah. Poopy speaks up and says being safe was great, but also thought it should have been her lip syncing and her hurting herself with the weapons. Okay, slow down, girl. Just don't admit you should have gone. Carmen says that she had an opinion of Poopy, that she was a typical I'm funny and don't do anything else kind of drag queen, but she's pushed up her level to prove that she's more than a clown in a dress. Did you say what? Poopy is not having any of uh, Ferrala's meanness. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think you might be insulted if someone literally calls you a comedy queen and that's all you can do. I mean, yeah, because like, you know, your own talent. So you'd be like, you don't fucking see me the way I see me, you know? Yeah, there's four of them. It's the semifinals. They won't give up, not even with the ring game they're playing with Poopy's weapons. Well, I don't know what they were tossing to try to like catch on to their weapons, but I was cute. But killer, she's killing him quietly. So that's what yes, she, she does. She's a killer queen. Sneaking Poopy up. wants to be in the finale. No, she wants to win. No, 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 no. <laughs> she wants to host it. To be honest, that would be really funny if that if next season um, Supreme's not there and we got Poopy Poison. She's a really fun drag queen. I like her a lot. She, yeah, no, she's a lot of fun and she's like a really classic um, drag artist and 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 apparently one of uh, Supreme's best friends. But that's something for another podcast. <laughs> Conspiracies. Anyway, it. it's the next day. You can cut the tension with a knife with only four left. So much space at the table. The alarm blares, and this week Supreme is wearing a pink suit with a white tie, white shirt, and blue tie. This time she's giving us trans pride, and that I thought was really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the visibility that Supreme is showing this season subtly. Because again, if you haven't noticed, the, every other week it's been the rainbow flag. Yes, yes, it has. And now she's giving us the pride of, of uh, trans colors what will she do next week we'll see maybe she'll wear an entire rainbow maybe hopefully we'll see are you gonna do that um with uh slay them you're gonna subtly give um an homage to gay rights uh yeah i'll, I'll paint my face rainbow or something i don't know I'll show there my you go <laughs> supreme goes through the prizes the winners get but guess what? At the final four, they're getting an early prize. They each will receive a Samsung VZ flip cell phone. Why? That's so weird. <laughs> right. So for me, this brought me back to uh, the days of the show, The Challenge on MTV, when like they would win a cell phone. And it was actually mm-hmm. like a big deal because they didn't have cell every No one all... Not everyone had a cell phone back in like the early 2000s. So it was like a kind of a big deal to get a cell phone. What are these fuckers going to do with a, a Samsung flip phone? A flip phone even like what, where are we? 2000s? Right. I like- was like, okay. I mean, product placement, but this is the prize they get. I would be like, okay, thanks. And then sell it right on eBay. Craigslist. <laughs> exactly. Get money for it. I'm not using it, but. What was very funny is we hear the story of Poopy's mom who doesn't know how to use a cell phone. So she goes to the shop clerk and says it's done when it shuts off. I thought that was hilarious. It was really funny. And the way she says it ends the story, I laughed really hard. Yeah. Like, she's like a good character. She's a good storyteller. She's, she's a very good storyteller. I was just about to say that. Yeah, she's really good at engaging the audience. Um, but I thought that was really funny. My mom is not that bad with technology, but like there are times when I'm like, mother, like, how do you not remember your passwords? Like, this is not good, but old people, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
for the mini challenge, they each will go behind a curtain where they will have three minutes to do their makeup without a mirror. Killer needs about an hour and a half, so she's freaking out. Have you ever painted your face in three minutes? Not yet. I should do it. Not yet. Not you yet. should. You should see what would happen. But um, I thought this was a really especially fun challenge because you had Supreme spying on them with the GoPro and seeing them all freak out because three minutes goes really fast when you, you're supposed to do something that takes you like an hour. An hour and a half. Yeah. Um, they all make some major choices uh, that will give us some really amazing results. But they each back out of the station and we get reveals. Carmen looks great, obviously, because she's fucking flawless. Of course. That red lipstick is certainly hooker color, but usual, she's gorgeous. Killer Queen needs symmetry, but certainly she did not give us symmetry because she looks like a gremlin and those eyebrows are <laughs> distant cousins. Yes. Poopy Poison is a hot mess. Like, this is first time in drag during an earthquake realness. Yes, Terrible. while the boat was sinking. Exactly. It was like, what are you do? What, what happened to your face, girl? And finally, Sagittaria looks like she raided Carmen's boudoir when she was a child. So bad. Not good. <laughs> Shocker of the century, Carmen Ferrala wins the mini challenge, and we'll get to her prize momentarily. Do you agree? Oh, was she the winner of this challenge? Yeah, I mean, she looked more prettier than the other one. So, yeah, she also has a good experience with doing, like, really nice, pretty makeup. Yeah, she, she, she's really becoming a, a standout superstar, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen to her post-show. Oh, me too. For the Maxi Challenge, it's time for Makeover, but who? It's the inclusive rugby team, um, the Madrid Titans, um, oh. and these are not the ones from Down Under. These are men. Uh, Down Under gave us boys, comparatively. Um, like this is Butch Queen realness, men. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was like, why are we doing rugby again after we just saw it a month ago on Down Under? I was like, is that all we is rugby like the the, the sport of the year? Have you ever played rugby? No, but I painted rugby players and hosted like uh like an amateur rugby found racer with them, which is funny. <laughs> I don't know, I guess cool. they just How- love drag. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they were really up for it, but um, they show off a rugby move, and I'm like, okay, should I go play? Like, lift me up, daddy. Um, I know, right? I was like, wow, you can like carry that man, and he's a man. Um, Carmen is like, how the hell are we supposed to make them over? And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll have some results on that later. But Florencio is the president of the team, and Supreme is giving him eyes like those are fuck me daddy in the backfield eyes oh fuck yeah like brains out um supreme is very horny (laughs) yes (laughs) flirts with literally everybody i mean you never know when you get that dig you're gonna get that dig so take it's true florencio tells us about the club and they are an inclusive team that because rugby has more masculine or aggressive image, it's their space as LGBT people that they can practice a sport without fear of practicing in contact sport. He says it's a sport for everyone. Would you play it if you were offered a spot on the Madrid Titans? Yes, I want to be tackled and spit on and split apart. Like, fuck yeah. I really do it in drag. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a typical Friday night for you. Exactly. Each queen will pair up with a rugby player, and as the winner of the Maxi Challenge, Carmen will decide the pairs. There was something in the air that night. The stars were bright because they were all thirsting over the beautiful smile and arms of Fernando. Um, ultimately, Carmen went with the smart move and selected Carlos because he's the smallest. As she says, she's a fag, not stupid. Carmen <laughs> gives Fernando to Killer Queen. She is enamored by his beautiful smile. Um, as she says, it's been a long time since she's seen an Adonis. Jose goes to Poopy. Um, Jose is literally the giant of the group, um, paired with literally the smallest queen there. And finally, Tomas goes to Sagittaria. She's glad to be paired with. And then in confessional, she cannot literally remember his name. What an impression he had on her. <laughs> uh, I can't remember names either. It's fine. That's true. Um, I mean, my favorite 
moment of you was when you could not remember Scout Sonner's name as she's literally standing next to you. Scott Scout Squirt Skirt Scoot Scoot Sooner. <laughs> I call her Squirt Sonner because that's funny too. <laughs> um if you had to pick one of the rugby men, which one would you have selected? Um, I don't know where her name is, but it's like that little short one with the beer that I think Carmen got. Yeah. Um, oh, his name was Carlos. Carlos. Yeah, he, bitch. he he was he he turned out gorgeous, but they were, they were all gorgeous. Um Supreme reveals that the guest judge for the week will be none other than Drag Race Holland winner. Envy Peru. And I'm like, finally, yes. I know a guest judge. Um, you're a fan of Envy Peru. Yes, I'm Peruvian. I've, I've looked up to her. I've seen her. I've seen a drag. And when I saw that uh, Holland one, I was like, bitch, she got it. She done. Winner. Yeah. I thought, like, what perfect timing that you're my guest that uh, Envy Peru is on. I know. Right? I'm so it's, fucking it's lucky. Perfect. Um, well, Supreme walks off because she's lucky, too. She's going to walk off with Florencio. And we all know what's happening in that dressing room. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> the queens are each at their table with their respective mask for mask man going through whatever they think is pertinent to this part of the episode. In some cinematic editing magic, we're going to go for a single shot from table to table with excellent sound editing seamlessly going from each table and each queen. This was amazing. And I wasn't even high at this part of the show. I was like, ah, <laughs> good job, editors. But Sagittaria is going through their look. Carmen is straight up flirting with her man. Killer Queen is smiling and nodding as she wipes her makeup off because she has no idea about rugby. Mm -hmm. We learn that Tomas has a boyfriend from Valencia and he's the most beautiful, supportive boyfriend. Gee, Willikers, I wonder what that's like. What, what is it like to have a supportive boyfriend, Desiree? Can you tell oh, me? Oh, it feels amazing. Seven years and going. It's his birthday, too. Oh, I want a boyfriend. I will literally just one. buy one. I will buy one. Where can I buy a rent a boy? <laughs> uh, somewhere in the country. I don't know yet. I don't have the links, but I'll find out. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I thought this whole scene was just hilarious because these are four very different people having four very different conversations. Um, yeah. They all have different priorities, but we do a little bit of a segue over to Poopy for a bit um, because you kind of knew based on the edit, the bitch was about to leave. Yeah. Um, she, she tells Jose that she never really came out of the closet in the traditional way. She never said to her parents that she was gay. She had to hide it because she didn't think that she'd be accepted. They just didn't talk about it. And her mother would ask where she's going and Poopy would be like, you're asking me, but you don't want to hear the answer. Jose can asks if people come out as drag queens and Poopy says yes, but because she didn't talk about being gay, it was taboo to do drag. She saw it as another problem. Mm -hmm. Once her mom found a dress on her bed and said, you have that thing on your bed. I washed it for you. She felt ashamed, but she's like, it's a dress, not a katana. And for all those people who don't know what a katana is, that is a sword. Poopy <laughs> continues to say that she used to hide her wigs if she was going to have a guy over she wanted to be a masculine man, but now she's doing drag and boys just want to borrow her wigs and have her do her their makeup. I've heard those stories before. Did this Always. resonate with you? This story from um, Poopy? I, I mean, not as much. I've had one guy who wanted to be like, oh my God, pay me, all this other stuff, but nah. nah no. It was all good. No. No, John never was never was like, like, you paint me? I mean, I painted him twice because I forced <laughs> He hates I like it. <laughs> But he looks cute, so it was not that bad. Yeah. yeah, no, this was a really interesting story. Again, I obviously reading the edit, we've both watched how many thousands of episodes of Drag Race by this point. We know that this was Poopy's time to go. Um, it's not necessarily a new story we're learning, but it's we're learning this story from an older generation of drag queen. Yes. Um, and it's it's kind it's sad that like this is still a problem. It is really sad because I, I wish there were more um, parents who would be more accepting. I mean, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get oh, there. absolutely. We're, we're, we're slowly getting there. The more, and that's the thing. It's like, I can complain and be like, oh my God, I'm really tired. I don't want to watch Drag Race anymore and recap it because it's I've not had a break at all. But at the same time, it's like, wait, I'm getting to talk about the show, which means 
I'm getting to talk with a person who is part of my community and we're getting to talk about this show and put it out in the mainstream because the show is out yeah. in the mainstream. The fact that we're almost going to have at least one season of Drag Race for 52 weeks out of this year <laughs> is unfathomable. In what world did we ever think that would ever happen? I, I, I didn't even think so. Like, I thought, you know, we were more underground with drag, but it took off. But it's it, it's a good thing. It's in the mainstream. I know we, we need to still honor our local queens. Please support your local mm-hmm. artists because they are the ones who are going to be on your TV screens one day. But one day. yeah, it's just really, it's really cool to still know that drag is helping people. And Poopy's story is going to resonate with someone. She is going to reach out to someone who hears that and be like, it's going to be okay. And, and that's the, the, the premise of the show is it is a community. It is a nice community and I'm very happy to be part of it because I also didn't have really good supportive parents, but then I ended up having this drag community and my boyfriend. So like, you just need that one person to support you. Absolutely. Well, we get to the segment of our show where we watch the beefcakes walk in heels for the first time. Poopy tells Jose to walk like a slut, and he cannot. Try No, no, no. no. Um, hey, Desiree, remember those Samsung Z flip cell phones from earlier? Yeah. Well, product placement time. We're going to see them in action as the queens are documenting the men as they walk in heels, and it's really pathetic that they're fucking using those phones because clearly Samsung is sponsoring this moment, but... <laughs> Did it make you want to buy a Samsung Z flip phone? Um, I didn't even know that was a thing, so no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Try to push it. They, they literally needed to unbox it for us to know what it was, but I only noticed it because I saw, like, you could see the flip. And listen, it is a very clear screen. If you told me that was an iPhone, I probably would have believed you, but I don't want a flip phone. I don't want a flip yeah. phone. No. Anyway. Fernando is living his fantasy and is very good at the bend and snap. Killer says, if you stumble, just make a joke out of it. That's what she does. And I feel like that's your philosophy as well. Yeah, fucking make a joke out of it. Fuck it. No, yeah. no one knows. Yeah. Um, poor Pepe Passion. That's a man, Maury. That's a man. Mm, sexy. The fashion show portion of the segment featured a lot of trying on of things. And well, this wasted so much time as a red herring because nothing we saw them put on was used for the final runway. So I thought that was very interesting. But you're telling me that every look we saw on this runway was made in this challenge? Mm. Bullshit, Vivian. Bullshit. Right? Because she was like, the other ones were like, I'm going to do a leotard or whatever. I, I don't know. It, yeah, everything so, seemed off. Yeah, there there was a lot of weird editing going on here, but I was like, you're really trying to throw us off. But we have a lot of joy and laughter in the workroom. Carmen ribs Killer Queen for not being a good teacher. Poopy calls Pepe over to watch the cat fight. It's fun seeing the queens interact and, you know, enjoy what they're doing. Not everything needs to be drama. I mean, at times, maybe... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Sagittaria <laughs> is telling us they are going to do superheroes and Tomas and the breastplate. Well, this was the beginning of a poor decision that Sagittaria will make. She wanted him to have a waist, so she's starting to use tape to shrink him. Choices. Oh, no, um, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Tomas doesn't know any better, but if I were there, I'd be like, no, do not put this on my body, woman. Yeah, you could also it could be seen through the fabric, maybe, and then also it's uncomfortable to walk. So you're probably gonna like yeah. fuck it up. And you're gonna hear it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hear the it so so bad, but Sagittarius can't sew. And Carmen says this is a sewing challenge, which it never has been in any other iteration of uh makeover challenge, but that was really interesting. The queens always bring two looks, but not this time around, I guess. Um, I find that wild, but whatever. Sagittaria has probably one of the first conversations we've ever seen her have with Killer Queen on this show as she asks her how long it would take to make a leotard. Killer says an hour, and I'm like, shit, that smells bad. That's not going to be working out for you. A basic leotard? Not on Drag Race. Are you a seamstress? Can you make a leotard? Yeah, I make all my shit, bitch. Like, um, no. At least if you're going to do a leotard, at least like, do something with it. You know, like, so simple and basic. 
How long does it take for you to make a leotard? Um, I already have a cardboard cutout, so it probably okay. takes me not an hour, forty-five minutes maybe. If you add the zipper mm-hmm. and you want to make it all nice and like forty-five yeah. to an hour, she was she was where, right. But where where is your favorite place to get fabric in the DMV? Uh, I mean, I do Joanne's, but I mostly order things that I cannot find at Joanne's at the online, so mm-hmm. like the Etsy or something. And so mm-hmm. I love just kind of fucking around with things. Yeah. Well, you got to go make a trip up to New York and, and go to, to the garment district and get that I know. shit. I got two fabrics from New York when I visited DragCon last time. I haven't used them yet because I'm still waiting to be expired. Uh-huh. You're waiting for the right the right look? Yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Elimination Day, and with Davima gone, all the queens can participate in the workroom walk-in. Uh, with the rugby men around, they're going to pass the ball without a sourpuss trailing behind them. I thought this was really cute. I'm really enjoying their coordinated uh, walk-in moments. I did too. They're, they're getting ready, better, better, and better. Yeah. Um, if you were going to coordinate a walk-in moment into the workroom, what, what is your idea? Uh, the monster walk. They're like... <laughs> my yeah, that, 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 that checks out. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to transform the Titans. Titans drag race. The next Titans calendar will be with the team in drag. I would buy it. I probably would buy it because that just sounds fun. Um, I like that they joke that Fernando and Jose are drag Volcano in the Macarena um, as they evolved as Digimon. LOL. Um, when was the last time anyone referenced Digimon? Uh, Rigatoni on Twitter nonstop. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's, that's that. That's true. Yep. Um, <laughs> the boys are shaving on their own, unlike down under where the the queens had to shave them, which I still really did not enjoy. Jose has not shaved his beard in twenty years. He looks good in it too. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, Fernando World um, Killer tells us that he has the smile that opens up the sky. It is gorgeous. Um, they're a good combo because they both have a good smile, and it's now time to give Fernando a Kardashian butt. The smoking hot man with huge arms, all the queens would love to have him. Watch him turn out to be like a raging bottom. I hope so. He has right? Like ass. he's he's totally a bottom. But hung bottoms. Mm. Yeah. Poopy tells her partner that, yeah, you looked better with the beard, but it's okay. You had a beard for 20 years and it's about to go away for a single television appearance, but it's fine. You still look handsome, question mark. You can't say that to him. Come on. That's mean. I know. What a bitch. Yeah. This one I was very happy about. So Tomas asked Sagittaria if she can grow a beard. And my assumption was actually correct. Sagittaria gets it lasered away. I call that in the first episode when I was like, what the fuck is she shaving? There's nothing on her face. She really wants to be Aquaria. Oh, yeah. She kind of looked like that a little bit. Right. Like Aquaria lasers everything away. Now we learn that Sagittaria does. Ooh, girl. You got she mail. Yeah. Jose cuts himself shaving and they kept it in the episode. I was like, how embarrassing for him. I know we're setting up poopy fail at it, but like this poor man didn't have to go down with her. No, it did not. Cutting yourself shaving is embarrassing. I saw them too, and I, and I was like, me and my fiance were saying, like, why would they be filming them shaving? And he had got blood all over the face. There's yeah. no bathroom or anything. They probably gave him some cheap ass Walmart like lasers. <laughs> yeah, probably. But yeah, I was like, that you don't need to have that in the episode. Poor man. Yeah. Now, if you think Fernando was a hunk with a beard, oh my God, babyface Fernando could get it. Um, so Killer Queen is about to get closer to Fernando than any of us ever will. She's going to tuck him, not into bed, but his dick into his asshole. Oh my goodness, this is the best part of drag. This show, Drag Race España, is not shy or afraid of, of objectification. I mean, Supreme does it to the hobbies every week. Now the queens have not only objectified Fernando via confessional, they are about to have a field day as Killer is in the process of tucking him. Like, peeking behind the curtain and mentioning his telescope of a penis. 
They also they went like this too, like the big size. Yeah. Like, um, I was like, for, is he getting an erection, or is are we just saying, like, what what are we alluding to here? Um, I did find it very funny that Poopy is doing a play by play of the tucking process, like it's a rugby announcer. Um, she's really funny at this. My favorite line was, "He lowers his pants all the way and score, score, score." And gone. <laughs> yeah, thank God we only lose her for one episode because she really is an incredible uh, uh, confessional person. Very, she very is. good. Carmen needs a banana to emulate her acting challenge character because she wants his banana. But then we see Killer rips a giant piece of duct tape because Fernando has, and I quote, a Javi number three, a sixth jury member, dot, dot, dot. I mean, dot, dot, dot. That's because member means penis. Member means penis, and that's what she was referring to. Um, Poopy says, if you give her another cell phone, she'll blow him. Ah. I was like, they're not being shy about this man. Like, they really... I, I fear for his parents if they are watching this episode. Hot, horny Latinas now in your local area. <laughs> right? Is that the warning that um, all the bars have to give before you enter the stage? Yes. Mm, I'm a MILF. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Watching the shadows of Killer, like, getting in there to help Fernando Tuck, that was a gay gasp. I was like, she is... I don't know if I could handle it. He was so I handsome. I wish I could see the other shadow. They didn't show that right? shadow. I know. Um but then we get Slayer Queen coming out from the partition to some sexy music. Yes, Killer Queen just turned Fernando into a doll. Why y'all do this to yourselves? If your dick wanted to be up inside your booty hole, why wouldn't it just flip? Why does it flop around all the time normally? Why do you all talk? I just don't get it. I mean, I talk sometimes, but sometimes my balls feel like a lab lamp and they pop out and I don't like that feeling. So it depends on the day. Right. I'm just like, tucking just seems too hard, too much, too much. Do you oh, wear yeah. tucking you put... panties? Um, I just like wrap my dick in toilet paper and then okay. I bend it over and I put my balls back in the spot where we had when they were little kids before they flopped down. And then I use duct tape and put it right next to my butt cheek. And that is tucking with Desiree Dick. Yes, indeed. <laughs> So we're at the makeup portion of our show and some of what we saw from the early stages, like Sagittarius hadn't blended Thomas's eyes yet, right? That was not blended or is she really bad at makeup on other people? Before we are about to get to the Pepe Passion reveal, we have, in my opinion, the greatest music cameo in the history of Drag Race. Did you catch it? Do you know what I'm referring to? Uh, no, I did not see it at all. It was too fast. You got to hear it. You want to know what it was? What I believe it was Killer Queen who is singing Bing Bang Bong Sing Sang Song. I didn't hear that. I was like, what? I screamed. I love UK Hun so much. I love the song even more. And it's making a cameo on this show. Come on. I'm here for it. Um, listeners, go back to it. If you can't find it, I did uh, re record it. So I have it on my phone. Please let me know if you want to hear it. It was my favorite moment of the entire episode because I love that song so much. I do too, but I never heard it. That's funny, actually. Yeah, it was, it was really cute. I think it was Killer Queen who was singing it. Um, have you written your verse for UK Hun yet? Not yet. I'm still waiting on the additions. Well, you, you should write your verse while you're on your vacation. Okay. Bing, bing, bong. <laughs> suck dick, dick. Pick it. Lick it, lick it. I don't know, bitch. Okay, so back to Espanya. I'm not a singer. <laughs> Pepe Passion is wearing a red wig, and the face is certainly Poopy's. Like, that was Poopy's face on his face. Um, this transformation was only one a drag mother could love. Um, <gasps> there is so much white around her eyes, but at least she'll have a soul. Mm -hmm. You ready to move over to the runway? Runway? Yeah. Into the runway? Favorite part. Favorite part. All right. Well, Supreme comes out looking stunned in a clearly replicated Abraham Levy inspired look um, with that coned back gray rooted wig. Um, we love it. Even with those red eyebrows, she's looking good. She's looking good. 
Supreme does a cute little gimmick asking the jury what they've learned from the show. Ambrosi says he has learned how important passion is from the queens, from Anna, how beautiful it is to express yourself through fashion, and from his husband, absolutely nothing. But from Supreme, it's the vast, it's the vast amount of things that can be done under a table. Oh man, what does Supreme do to him? I don't know, man. She she crazy. For Anna, she asks what the best part of being there was, and she says there are precious few changes to express yourself with utter freedom, to be able to transform into your mental picture of yourself, to be able to laugh at yourself that you've really created a monster. She's turned into a real drag queen. Uh-huh. Yes. Calvo is asked if anything has changed him at all being on Drag Race España. He says his opinion of her, for good or bad, his answer, next question. <laughs> and for guest judge Envy Peru, who is looking stunning. Uh, yes. She's asked if life changes being a drag race winner. She says she was well known in the Netherlands, but now she's famous around the world. And the gift of representing the Latin community. Has she done you proud? Fuck yeah, yeah. bitch. She looks so good all the time. Uh, right, uh, I wish I was her. If you get to if you get to meet her, will you cry? I would cry, take pictures, but I would be I would probably be the ugly stepsister. That's basically what we're going to look like next to each other. Hey, maybe she'll be your mom. <laughs> maybe she'll paint me, bitch. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. All right. So category is Fury of the Titans. In honor of the runway, we're going to play goal or penalty. You ready? Okay, let's go. Yes. All right. Oh boy. Poopy poison and Pepe Passion. Oh boy, this is bad. It's like not even saved by the camp. Like Poopy nailed Pepe's face, but it's a match. I don't know what they were wearing or what decade these cheerleaders were from, but this is atrocious. Like the tops weren't even created well. These look like mm-hmm. shake and go wigs. The skirts aren't even close to being matching. And yep. the bunny ear earrings were fucking gross. Yeah, those shoes don't match. You, yeah, I just, yeah, they look bad. I didn't get it. It was like it. It was like thrift shopping. Boop. It was. I don't know what it was. Like, uh, if if it is true that they made everyone made their looks or most of their looks, I, I what what were they sweaters? Like, what did she put them in? What yeah, it's you- like a sh- a shirt that she had extra and whatever extra fabric. And then she put like the um, the doily around the neck, it, the collar. It was it was bad. It was really 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 bad. Yeah, it did it didn't work out very well. That wig sucked but, too. Yeah, but kudos to Pepe who still marched on with a broken heel. Oh my goodness! Right, they even put the sound effect. They went <laughs> right. That was the sound effect. That was not real action sound. Um, but they even made him stand on the runway in that broken heel. And Pepe worked it. And he still he did. did it. Um, but to the judges' uh, critiques, Ambrosi said they had a fantastic connection. Envy says that they could see how um, she was having fun, but the look was basic for the final four. She wants more. Anna loved the connection, but other outfits are perfect, and every inch needs to be polished at this point of the competition. I can't give anything aside from a penalty here. This was just bad. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It's what was it? Goal or what? Penalty. Penalty. Bad penalty. Big red card. Yeah, this is definitely a penalty. The audience, um, eleven percent goal, eighty-nine percent penalty. So they are not here for it either. Yeah. Next up is Carmen Ferrala and Carla Ferrala. Um, that's a tongue twister. Inspired by Sherlock Holmes and Watson, Carmen Ferrara needs the crown on her head last week. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, she's incredible. This is extraordinary. Um, it's amazing. I don't know if she brought the material from home or they had it in the workroom, but these look so professionally made. She's not only created two fashion-forward looks, but created a wonderful story for them. And Carla Ferrara is, in my opinion, one of the best makeover results we've ever seen on the show. Yes, it's so beautiful. She looks so good. That outfit, everything. Like she, she looks like it, a professional drag queen. Yeah, everything about it is styled well. Um, it, it's just it was. If it's from a collection, it's gorgeous. Yeah, everything is everything detail like the umbrella. 
matches the uh they have a little fabric on it the hat has a little thing on it like everything looks so good and the shoes match with the yeah fabric. it was it was it was very very well done ambrosi says gold. this yeah ambrosi says this was one of the funniest moments on the catwalk the story was fascinating and the look was spectacular envy says that's spectacular and unbelievable to have made the looks in one night she asked who the contestant is here when she came in she was speechless Anna says the pieces are perfect with the squares matching. The cape is cut on bias and hangs perfectly. The pants are reinforced inside and have pockets. Carmen Ferrala, like, you're a superstar. This is a goal for me. Oh, yeah. Super goal. Super goal. Hit it out of the park. The audience, the audience agreed with us. 82% goal, 18% penalty. 80% penalty. What are these people? <laughs> I know, right? All right, next up is Sagittaria and Neptuna. Um, mm -hmm. I love the red on both of them. Uh, Sagittaria's look is beautiful with the straps. It's sexy, it's stylish. The blonde is a wonderful color on her, but why is Neptuna wearing yellow? She looks like lemon. Yeah, it's like a two-shaded of uh, blondish yellow. Yeah. My biggest issue with Neptuna is Sagittaria needed to give her a necklace to cover up the neck of the breastplate <laughs> because the face and the silicone are... Two incredibly different colors. Oh, yeah. Like, very, very, very bad. You can um, see it. It looks bad. The Rosalia nails on Neptuna, I think, are really sinister. They're really cool. Gave her some extra edge. But yes. the boobies popped out. I think that was an accident. I mean, they made it work, but those boobies were not supposed to be popping out like that. Yeah. She could have put some, like, little like little cover-ups on the nipple and make it, like, fashionist. Like, right. fashionistas. Yeah. But no, she didn't. I think Sagittaria just isn't in tune to working on other people. So I don't think yeah. she was necessarily prepared to do all the work that she normally does just on herself for somebody else. Yeah. That is very like, true. again, if you don't, if you don't want the boobs to fall out, just put fashion tape on, glue it on. Sagittaria's not going to know that for someone else. I'm not saying she's dumb, but she's just, she's young. That's the answer. Yeah. She's young. Um, but I thought these were really cool looks. Would you wear either of them? Um, yeah, I would wear both of them, to be honest, except for the uh, breastplate. I will find out my own color and not wear a pale <laughs> ass one like that. But all of it looks good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Sagittarius says that she brought Neptuna's costume from home and made hers from scratch yesterday. So we have we learned that about her. Mm -hmm. Anna says it's important to know your silhouette and knows how to take a great advantage of it. She liked that she knew how to take in Neptuna's waist. Was that duck, the tape around the waist? We will never know. Ambrosi says it was clear they were having fun and he was crazy laughing at points, but he would have liked to see more consistency in the story. And then Neptuna shares the story that this was a hard and emotional experience as she was yeah. happy to work with Sagittaria and wanted to tell her story of Team Spirit. She tells us that last March, she crossed paths with two men on the street who yelled something about coronavirus at her. And the next thing she remembers was being at the hospital two days later with 22 stitches in her head. For her, coming here and telling this means the world for her. They stepped out on the catwalk, proud, confident, and them. Heartbreaking story. Oh, it is. Like, it's kind of very, I like, I've seen videos online how people do that and, like, attack people in, like, bathrooms and shit just to corner people. And it's just, like, ridiculous. Just let us live our lives. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now, obviously, um, uh, Neptuna is of Asian descent. Um, so that is why they were attacked for the coronavirus. Oh, obviously, um Spain is going through a lot more uh, hate crimes, as we know about um, uh, the incident that happened last week um, yes. at the gay bar. Obviously, this, it's not just a Spain thing. It happens literally all over. There was just okay. another um, attack in England. How do we prevent this, Desiree? I mean, we can't. I mean, now that social media is out, it's like kind of helping us to see it, but it's going to take a while. And I mean, we, we, we're trying to help. We're trying to do things. But I mean, there's always going to be those rotten tomatoes, huh? Yeah, it, it's, just, it's just terrible to not even feel safe in the place that is your safety zone. Yeah. Even gay or even your race. It's like you can't escape from people being assholes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. It sucks, but... 
I, again, uh, th- this, it's important to have a show like this for someone um, to be able to share their story. Yeah. And, and you, get to, to, you get to hear about this experience, have an emotional, visceral reaction to it, and want to make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else again. Because no one deserves to be put into a hospital and have 22 stitches in their head. No one deserves it. No. That's fucking Some people deserve it. it if they're mean and ghost you. But other than that, no one deserves it. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But as far as the looks of Sagittarius and Neptuna, I will give it a goal. I think they were cohesive. And Sagittarius did the best that she could with her partner. What were you going to give it? Goal or penalty? Um, I was going to give them a penalty because I didn't really okay. like it. I thought it was sloppy. I thought she didn't focus on her. She didn't focus on herself. I like the looks, but as a judge. That's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. The audience was 64% goal, 36% penalty. So kind of in the middle on that one. Finally, we have Killer Queen and Slayer Queen. Um, these may not be the most beautiful looks, but both Killer and Slayer looks related. Um, I love the black and gold paired with the crimson hair. Killer did an excellent job at painting Slayer's face. They are both showcasing those beautiful eyes and those killer smiles. Um, they are very basic looks, like an early season of Drag Race runway, but they did succeed at the assignment, so you have to give them props there. And what were they shooting out of those guns? Were those marshmallows? What what were they shooting? Uh, fake balls or I don't Was it like really little rubber balls? Yeah, I think so. Like ping pong, ping pong balls, maybe. Do you have one of those for your gigs? No, but I might get one now. That'd you should. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> you should that that okay. Get it for slay them, and when a contestant is finished with their performance and and you're done with them, just start shooting them with the balls to get them with off stage. Balls. Oh yes, yeah. that would be hot. There you go. Um, I, I I I enjoyed their look. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. No, I mean it, it was, was very fine. good. They were, I mean they looked the same. They they were kind of mm-hmm. like sisters. Um, but I mean the judges said it correctly. Like we could see the underwear. We could see the pads. Right. Now Calvo says he loved their chemistry on stage, and how much fun Killer had. Ambrosi compliments Slayer's smile and sees a lot of killer in her. Anna says that her makeup is gorgeous and it's Envy Peru who's the mean judge here and calls her face beautiful, but says she can see Slayer's padding and killer's undergarments. So yeah. look at Envy Peru coming for killer. I know, right? She's like, I mean, like the bitch knows how to like pop, 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 like put everything correctly. <laughs> right. So. It's true. Well, details again i think maybe it's my bias because i do love killer queen i'm going to give it a goal because they did look the same but i'm not it's a very very soft goal Mm -hmm. it is it is it was a very soft paint everything looked good i think they were probably in an okay spot for sure with the looks together yeah so goal or penalty uh, penalty because the pads and the underwear right. and the makeup could have been a little better, but you know, there it is, Desiree Dick, Killer Queen. She coming for you. The audience, yeah, they're coming for you also. Forty percent goal, sixty percent penalty. So they weren't on board. Time for Untucked Junior. All eight queens go backstage. The final four welcome them to Untucked. Killer Queen asks who will be auditioning for season two, and they're all pointing over to Carla. She's already preparing her audition tape. When are we going to have one of the makeover contestants be on the show? It's going to happen at some time, right? I hope so. I mean, one of the T was is Jinx Monsoon's one. He wanted to be on Drag Race, but they put him on the makeup challenge because he was too old. Yeah. And then we also have, um, obviously, um, Nebraska Alaska, Thunderfuck. Nebraska. Um, Nebraska has the legacy with Derek Barry. So maybe maybe Nebraska will get on eventually, right? Yeah. After her tr- contract. Okay. What's going to happen first, Desiree Dick? Nebraska on Drag Race or a queen from D.C. on Drag Race? Uh, probably Nebraska. No, D.C. queens are <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with D.C.? Why will RuPaul not bring anyone from D.C. on? I don't know. I don't know. Fucking RuPaul doesn't want to pick any of these bitches. I guess because we're all untalented and unpolished. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> from Desiree's lips. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's Ru- 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 RuPaul crazy. Come on, put Bamba on already. 
I know Bombalicious needs to get on. Look at that talented bitch. She is ruling. The and world. she will give you hilarious confessionals. Oh my gosh. Yes. Very, you won't understand a thing, but it'll be great. It's like a Katya Yara Sophia combined kind of thing. Exactly. So Poopy pays Carmen a compliment, says her look this week was even better, and she made two of them. Poopy says Carmen will win, but Carmen is like killer was great too. Ha <laughs> ha. Carmen, Carmen, Carmen at this point is like, I can't take all the pleasure, but I love knowing everyone thinks I'm the winner. I mean, it killer nice. thinks, yeah, killer thinks Carmen and herself will be the tops, and the other two were less good and are in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Sagittarius is like, I'm just happy to have shared this experience with her baby, but she's ready to lip sync. She knows. And Poopy, meanwhile, would prefer to karaoke. What would you prefer, lip sync or karaoke? Lip sync. I can't sing for shit. Do you really want this voice singing? I don't think so. Do you have you ever done karaoke? I have, and people have left the bar. What song did you sing? Bad Romance. <laughs> okay, that's ah. a good choice. Good choice. Carmen says this this is a hard challenge, and if you can't sew, it's even harder. And Killer comes in and says, That's right. And maybe the only thing that may have gone wrong. And she's telling Sagittarius this with love and admiration that she believes Sagittarius should be in the top three due to her experience before and during the show. And Poopy is like, wait, you're telling Sagittarius that should I just like leave? Killer is like, no, that's not what I said. And Poopy is like, maybe that she's trying to cheer Sagittarius up as making her feel like she's the one left behind. Killer then backpedals and says, if they ask them who should leave, which they didn't, so this is a very safe option to say right now, she would have said herself. Poopy's not buying it. It sounds odd to her. How did you find this interaction between Poopy and Killer? Um, I thought it was funny. I mean, go off, bitches. Like, give us some drama for the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, Killer clearly doesn't want to be the villain in this moment, but she is aware that Poopy is not going to be in this fi- the final three. Like, she's not at the same level. Yeah, I mean, like, her makeup is a little off. I mean, she's, like, really yeah. good personality, great everything, but, like, her drag needs a little more polishing. Yeah. Well, in a bit of a twist for us viewers, mm-hmm. we are getting our baby picture chats this episode before the finale. I kind of actually like it here because then when they get the question why they should win, that can stand on its own. So I appreciate that this question is coming on this episode. How did you feel? Yeah, because like when you do the baby one, you're persuading people to feel bad for you. And then you're like, I should win. And then it looks cocky. So it's right. kind of like a nice division. So I kind of yeah. Like um, yeah, I hope this follows through for a couple other series. So good call, Drag Race Espana. But let's go through what they each said. And first up is Poopy, who tells little Alberto, not to be scared, and it doesn't matter what he does. Everyone has an opinion, and maybe if your family doesn't support you or you feel lonely, just do what you want and don't wait so long. Good advice. Good advice. Yep. Carmen tells little Danielle that sometimes life's not easy. Maybe you'll have to grow up a little quickly, but working hard, you'll achieve everything. Okay, fine. Not the best answer from Carmen. Maybe she wasn't prepared for this question right now, but fine. Sagittarius tells little Yvonne to not be afraid to be himself and that his family and friends will support him as he is. There will be people who will want to hurt you, who just don't understand you and don't want you in their life. So just be yourself. That's always who you've been. It got you here. So be yourself and don't ever change. Repetitive, but very, very good sentiment. And finally... Killer tells little Von Chi, a.k.a. what her grandpa used to call him, tells little Von, if you're going to experience a very dark time in school, don't be afraid. When you turn 24, things will get really hard. Your mom will get cancer and you'll be kicked out of that place that was your refuge just for doing drag. Drag will bring you closer to your family and it will help you make your first outfits and you'll discover what really means, what really matters is smiling at the world. You will discover that maybe what matters in this life is not being or looking like you are someone, but simply making other people smile. Uh, she just won me over. Oh, I know, right? I was like, that was gorgeous. Who were your favorites? None of them, because it's not me. 
That's okay. fair. That's fair. <laughs> I I enjoyed Killers because I think it connected to me most personally. But Sagittarius felt very raw and real, which is not something we've seen from Sagittarius this season. We've never yeah, seen she, her remote like that. Yeah, she looks a little more bitchy, so it's nice to see her open up a little bit more. Yeah. So again, this is why I like this question here because it's the pressure of the finale is not right there. You're allow you're allowing yourself to really speak your mind and not give a pageant answer. Yeah, that's true. Are you gonna make this slay them pageant contestants talk to their little versions of themselves? No, I'm gonna pull up like a, their whole pick and be like, "What you were you thinking at this time and moment <laughs> when you took this whole pick? Let us know." Tell us I, honestly, if you do that, I will be there. <laughs> I will be there. Supreme Deluxe has made her decision. Carmen Ferrara wins again. It's looking like it's becoming an Envy Peru situation in Spain. Mm -hmm. She and her Titan and a plus one will receive two nights at the Hotel W in Barcelona with dinner and spa treatments. I want to go, but Envy Peru already called dibs, but I can't wait to see what Carmen and Envy are going to do. Like They're going to be on like a magazine cover someday, somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah, they're oh like God. the two really beautiful queens up in there. Europe is giving us gorgeous, gorgeous drag artists. In a big twist, mm -hmm. I didn't see coming. Wow. Supreme is making it a three-way lip sync. Killer, Sagittarius, and Poopy will all have to lip sync for a chance to make it into the finals. They were taken aback, especially Killer Queen, who thought she was safe. When they just showed Killer Queen silent and confessional, I got scared that they were about to eliminate Killer Queen. I was like, what? What did you think about this moment? I was shocked too. I was like, oh, they're trying to like equal it out. Like this is the yeah. losing for all three of you. Like I was, it was interesting how they like did that to be honest. It was actually yeah. pretty shocking. Different because again, how, we, we, we mentioned before we've watched thousands of episodes of this show. We it's almost formulaic. We know what's going to happen. Didn't see this one coming. And that's what I love. Keep on surprising mm -hmm. us when it's a good surprise. Don't fucking make your final four, your, finale lip sync solo for the crown bullshit down under bullshit i know edit oh, i hated that so much i hated it so much <laughs> but my 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 guests on the podcast loved it so i was in the minority on that answer but i'm glad you 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 feel me here i feel it all right so the song is cuando tu vas by chineo um when i tell you this song slaps i'm kind of obsessed like if it was available on apple music I would have downloaded it. Yeah, it's a good, like, wordy song. Are you a fan of Spanish music? Spanish pop yes. music? I was raised in um, all Spanish music. Yeah. Um, my mm -hmm. favorite song that I keep on, like, singing in my head is Mocha Trees. It's a fun I song. Like, yeah, I like a couple ones. I like the ones that are more dancey. And Mentiroso. Yeah. Have you performed any of them at a drag gig? I have. I don't do a lot of Latin stuff because um, some people would be like, what the fuck is this? Because they don't know Latin, well, the, Latin music. I mean, the good thing is if your audience has seen Drag Race España, then they'll know some of these songs and you can perform. I know, right? They better catch up so then I can perform some Latin music. Exactly. Again, this is why this show is really important and special because we're learning Spanish culture. We're learning Latin culture. I love it. I like to learn. Yeah. So I, I'm here for it. But this performance, let's discuss it a little bit. There was a lot of passion in all of these performers. I yes. think Killer slayed it. She got a fire lit under her ass because she was in this, this bottom three here, knowing she needed to save herself because why should she have been there? Um, mm -hmm. Sagittaria brought a lot of sexiness to the performance. Yes, she did. Um, but that's naturally sexy. She's a naturally sexy person. I had a friend text me saying that um, they were just distracted by her pubes the entire time. Because she what? was, you know, yeah, her look, because you, you saw a lot oh, of yeah, those yeah. traps. My, one of my favorite moments was Poopy revealing that she had a dress on under that fucking sweater. I know, why? Me, bitch? She probably put We're, that on during like mini talk or something, because I don't know. No, no, that's what she wore for the makeover challenge. Oh. That was the black dress. I know it makes it makes the makeover challenge even worse. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. Um, but my absolute favorite moment from this lip sync was when Sagittarius did a split, Killer Queen did a death drop, and Poopy is in the middle of the two of them, just takes a step back and gives them both a confused look. It was hilarious and iconic because <laughs> it, it's 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 hard when you are lip syncing for your life because you want to be in your own lane. But yeah. watching and listening and reacting to your stage partners, that makes you an incredible drag artist. Oh, and yeah. Poopy really gave it to us here. I thought it, it was so good. Yeah, I was shocked for who went home after that song. Yeah. Um, then we have the duo doing a split at the same time. Then Poopy follows it up with a split. I didn't know the bitch had tricks. Me neither. It's so crazy. good on you, Poopy. But I'm going to say it. This was one of my favorite lip syncs in show history. Oh, yeah, they did a good job for the title uh, for the final four. This was a strong lip sync. You could see how much passion and and excitement they had for it. The judges were living. I, I was so excited by this lip sync. Um, I you were surprised. I was surprised. I sincerely thought we were about to see a Drag Race Holland where they were all about to be saved. I personally think Poopy has more right to be in the finals than Miss Abby. Oh, my God, ever had. Why she ever was in that final episode was bullshit. Um, <laughs> but alas, Poopy is eliminated in a heartbreaker because she went out swinging. She was, she really is an incredible drag artist. She may not be the most polished, but she just brings you so much joy. Yeah, personality and makes you laugh. And I mean, it's like not that serious, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Poopy says goodbye to the mannequins in the meeting table in the workroom. She almost got to the finale, but she thinks she did quite a good job. She feels like she won. She's proud of her work on Drag Race. I personally think if they do an international all-stars, you know, like maybe a second season, if they even have a first season, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, um, I think she'll be on it. I think she's excellent. She is a a fan favorite. She'll be your narrator. I, I don't think this is the end of Poopy Poison at all. No, she just has to get that extra drag stuff and that's it and send yeah. her out to the park. Exactly. She's going to get her money. She's going to get her coin. That's all you need. Hook her up with some designers. She'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Now, did you notice how uncomfortable it was when they did the, are you team Carmen? Are you team Sagittarius? Are you team Killer? <laughs> As they were doing yeah. it with their rugby partner right next to them. <laughs> It was like, yeah. what? This is weird. But let's end the podcast with some burning questions. Yeah. What is Poopy Poison's legacy? I think it's that her storytelling and all her jokes. She really liked to really set her in in every situation and kind of tell what's happening, but include herself in what in her thoughts. And I thought that like what ran the season a little bit. Yeah, she she is an excellent talking head. She is very funny. She she is the epitome of old school drag in Spain, and that mm-hmm. should be celebrated. Um, and she really gave us a reason to be like, no, the show does not need to be filled with twenty something twins. You can have an older contestant and still have excellent television. Yeah, with camp and everything, it doesn't have to be exactly. Old-fashioned. Now, um, remembering her uh, root look. She's per, she's uh, has Peruvian heritage. I'm not quite sure. I don't remember. Because I know she had like the colors of the Peruvian flag on her look. So I don't know if that was just maybe her family background, but maybe she's one of your friends, too. Maybe. And I like her. So she could be my Tia. Yeah. Tia Poopy. Tia Poopy. <laughs> I mean, you say pee pee poopy all the time. So it's a perfect fit. Tia pee pee poopy. We're getting a reunion. Wow. Did not see that one coming. Um, nope. Are you excited for the reunion? Yeah. I want to see what kind of drama. I want to find out why the bitch didn't lip sync in the last episode. Like, let's see, you know. I want to find out why the Dovima didn't lip sync. I want to find out why Inti didn't lip sync. I want to find out why Sagittaria and Dovima uh, had the boyfriend trouble. Like, we never got that on the show. We were promised it at episode one. We didn't get it. So we got a reunion maybe just for that. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll find out in the next one. They're going to milk out the finale. Yeah. Are, is there anyone you're excited to see again? 
Um, no, they all sucked. I still like the top four anyways. Poppy, poopy, poopy, poppy. That's the only poopy. bitch. Hopefully she... I'm excited to see Arancha. I liked Arancha. She was a hot mess of fun. <laughs> yeah, she was fun. She pulled up really nice looks, too. Yeah, and, and the Macarena. I enjoyed the Macarena. She really got done dirty. Oh, yeah. I got really good inspired. They try to send their club kids home. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, I ask this all the time. After seven episodes, the winner of the season is... Carmen. There, there's just no, there's no other answer. Like... I think the final three are very deserving final three. They really kicked it up to be here. But Carmen literally just won four challenges in a row. Two yeah. maxi, two mini. She had some of the greatest looks in the show ever. Oh, yeah. The crown is hers. Yeah. The other one's too young. And then the other one is like, okay. So like, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, the, the the two of them put them on an all-star season somewhere, they, they'll have a chance. Carmen Ferrala is the winner of this show. I didn't see it coming preseason. I'll stand by it that she wasn't my winner pick at the beginning. I'll, she deserves this. She deserves this probably more than most winners ever do. Yeah. Um, I'm really inspired by Drag Race Espana. I'm really disappointed that there are a lot of people who are sleeping on it. And because there's just too much drag race to consume, it's this is yeah, the one that's going to pass right. on. But I really love this franchise. It's so good. I mean, people will come back to it after they're done watching the other ones and they miss drag race or something. So hopefully RuPaul will take a fucking break. But yeah, we'll see. Would you move to Spain just so you could apply for Drag Race España? Um, yeah, I mean, I heard they have big dicks, according to Fernando. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, Desiree Dick, where can we find you on social media and Venmo? And uh, if course. you have any projects to plug, plug them away. I mean, yeah, you can find me all over the social medias. That's Desiree Dick, D-I-K-69. I have a podcast, too, called Airbnb. We just finished the first season. Hopefully, we'll be back during the winter to tell some summer stories. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm all over the place. You can find me at Red Bear Brewing, Slash Run, do competitions, do brunches, I do shows. I'm a self-producer and more. So, yeah. I got no future projects, just a bunch of drag. Yeah, the queen of DC. Queen of DC, best DC queen 2020, going for 2021. Vote for me next year, this year, whatever year. Hey, listen, there's anyone who deserves it. It's you. Thank you so much. I try to work hard. You do. You work harder than most people in any city so you really deserve it thank you thank it's always you, thank you so much always a pleasure me. to be have you here um tell bomba i'm ready to have her if she'll ever return my email i know right this bitch is booked big busy and blessed i it was, it was hard for me to even get her if i could get to record shit too so <laughs> i can imagine well desiree thank you for being here and i'll chat with you soon see ya hope to see you this later so you can see scouts sooner The biggest thanks to Desiree for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.